Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the program. It was day one at practice out at Saints training camp for the black and gold, but also all their NFC South rivals have started their training camp. So we're going around the NFC South today. We're checking on in on all three clubs. We've been to Tampa. We've been to Atlanta. And now, as James Taylor just told us, Carolina's been on our mind. Let's check in on the Panthers. Let's bring on in Kyle Bailey, our sister station, WFNZ, 610 and 102.5 in Charlotte. He's on Twitter at Kyle Bailey, WFNZ. Kyle, what's going on? And, uh, well, I guess happy start of training camp, right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. It's, uh, it's a good time when training camp starts. Football, I guess uh, not quite back, but we'll technically say football's back because, uh, hey, they're practicing and hitting, right? Yeah, no doubt. I got to ask you about this first, and we'll talk more about Cam Newton. But yesterday, uh, he kind of set social media ablaze with this long, deep pass down the left sideline. Certainly seems like Cam Newton's arm and isn't going to be an issue and seems to be back to full strength. Well, uh, people around here sure hope so. I think they're going to need to say a little bit more than that, but I will say you're right. Uh, the significance of that last night was not lost on pretty much anybody who was in attendance or saw the clip because – yeah, that's what's held him back. Um, you know, it's Cam Newton last year through eight games. I mean, he was the best red zone passing quarterback in the league. Uh, you know, 11 touchdowns, no picks, 125 quarterback rating. I mean, he was playing some of the best ball of his career, and the shoulder goes out on him, and uh, he can't push the ball down the field. And, of course, when you when you make a quarterback do that, when a quarterback can't uh, stretch the field, man, things get a little bit dicey quick. So, uh, long and short of it is, his ability to stretch the field is going to open up just about everything else in his arsenal. What's the relationship between him and Norv Turner? Because like you, I, I've been highly critical of Cam at times, but that, that first part of the season with Norv Turner, I thought, wow, this looks like a new Cam Newton. What's the relationship like there? It's good. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you've seen the uh, Amazon NFL Films All or Nothing series that just came out last week about last year's Carolina Panthers, but uh, it's a good relationship. There's a, a mutual respect there, a mutual admiration. You know, that's one of the things that North Turner's talked a lot about since he got here was not only the uh, opportunity to coach a, a dual-threat talent like Cam Newton, but you know, talked about how respected he is in the locker room, how much the guys around him want to play and battle for him. So uh, they, they like each other a lot. There's a lot of really cool, candid, joking moments in that uh, series as well. So uh, right now on the offensive side, all things are hunky-dory. So two years left on Newton's contract and you know, second year left, that's usually pretty big year for quarterbacks as they try to get an extension is it that pivotal year in his Panthers career uh it is I think for, for a lot of reasons I don't Cam has to prove that he's healthy you know I don't think Cam has to prove anything more than that he is and can stay healthy because I think we've all seen even Saints fans you know will acknowledge that we've seen Cam Newton at the height of his powers and it's pretty impressive to behold so if he can stay healthy and stay productive it's a no-brainer and that's all he has to prove and you know, right now the Panthers are looking at him. David Tepper, I, I'm sure, wants to have any any good reason to re-sign Cam Newton or extend Cam Newton and keep him in Carolina until the end of his career if possible. But they're going to need to see a 15-16 game regular season. And it doesn't have to be MVP Cam Newton, but it's got to be something pretty daggone good. 
You know, I was bouncing around the national circuit here on the show the last couple of days, and, and Ron Rivera came up on both of those. And, and it was surprising to me that, that everybody said, no, Ron Rivera's actually safe, not on the hot seat there. I, I kind of thought that kind of like it was a prove-it year for Cam Newton, maybe a prove-it year for Rivera. What's the feeling there in Carolina? Yeah, I, I think there's some truth to that. You know, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that he's on the hot seat, but I also think that David Tepper's very prudent. Uh, he's not afraid to make a change or take action. I mean, this is a guy who, while he's new to the NFL, he's arguably the greatest investor of his time, and you know, he, he didn't become worth uh, fifteen billion dollars by accident. He he will pay for good people to get the job done. He likes Ron Rivera. I think he believes in Ron Rivera and Marty Herney. And I think he, again, wants to, to find any reason to keep Ron around because he's respected. He's a hell of a defensive coach. And if Ron Rivera got fired, let's be honest, you know, there would be four or five teams looking for a head coach. He'd be out of work for approximately 15 minutes. <laughs> so, you know, they, they want to keep him here. And if they're just like Cam, they gotta, they've got to show him something this year and bounce back from uh, the way last year ended. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And you mentioned David Tepper there, the Carolina Panthers owner. Is, is his stamp squarely on this franchise now? Oh, yeah, no, it's unbelievable. He just kind of descended upon Charlotte, and, you know, he just sees opportunity on the football side, but you know, also on the business side and the real estate side and the philanthropic side. Like, you know, this is a guy who I, I said earlier on my show today, if, um, if there were ever such a thing as a blue-collar billionaire, and I'm not sure there is one, but, uh, you know, if there ever were such a thing as a blue-collar billionaire, this is the guy. And uh, he's, he's quirky, but he's passionate, he's fiery, he gets what he wants, and, yeah, I mean, he, you know, the, the old ownership group, Jerry Richardson, uh, there, there was no practice bubble here ever. You know, and it, it does rain in Charlotte, North Carolina. And even though we have this romantic ideal of football players should always practice and play in conditions because that's what football players do, uh, he's looking at it saying, no, that's not efficient. Why don't we have one? And it took him approximately six months to break ground on a practice bubble. And they're, they're about to launch a new headquarters and training facility and practice facility 30 minutes south of here in Rock Hill, South Carolina, you know, to really conjoin and, and – emphasize and underscore the two states one team thing so david tepper has jumped in with both feet and this community has felt his presence in the last 18 months that sounds like special stuff there in carolina and charlotte we're talking to kyle bailey as we go around the nfc south he's a host of the clubhouse on wfnz 610 and 102.5 in charlotte speaking of special and i think christian mccaffrey and alvin Kamara's careers will forever be tied together they came in the same draft class here in the nfc south together i was amazed kyle at his transformation from year one to year two especially as a runner. It was over 1,000 yards, almost 1,100 yards last year. We know he's great out of the backfield. Seems like he's on the uh, the verge of superstardom. I don't, I don't know if that's maybe a little too high a praise, but it uh, certainly seems very special. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you're right about Camara. I, you know, I host the Panthers pregame show here on FNZ, and I, I recall saying early last season on one of our shows that you know, I thought that Camara was going to go one of two ways last year. You know, maybe uh, kind of plateau a little bit or just through the roof because he's shown that kind of talent. And sure enough, <laughs> it was the latter. The kid's incredible. But, you know, so is Christian McCaffrey. And, you know, he's a worker. He's a great teammate. Obviously comes from a great pedigree with his father, Ed McCaffrey, and those Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. So, you know, he gets it all the way around. Plus, he's just a damn adorable Seth. I mean, he's just <laughs> everybody loves Christian McCaffrey around here. But seriously, you know, he, he is a full service running back. All those doubts about him being able to run between the tackles. You know, coming out of college, those have been put to rest. The kid's fantastic between the tackles, and and he's unbelievable catching the football out of the backfield. I mean, I honestly think that if he wanted to be a, a, an elite slot receiver in the NFL, that's exactly what he'd do. So, you know, he's um, he's the second most important player 
on this Carolina Panthers offense, and uh, you know they they're going to need him if they'll do anything of significance this season. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you mentioned the charisma there. What what's up with these running backs now having all this charisma? I remember the days of the, either the black and blue, you know, the, the pounders inside you. Now they now they got their face on all these billboards, man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think you I think you're onto something. Although I think there are a few running backs in this league that stand have a little bit less charisma right now. Um, <laughs> you know, it's. It's it's a different day and age, man. You know, these guys have swagger. They got drip. They got sauce. I mean, they're they're a lot cooler than we were. So you know, I'll just I'll let them be cooler than us. Yeah, no doubt. No Christian Okoye is running around anymore out there. Uh, expectations for the Panthers this season. How is that going to align with reality? What kind of season do you expect the Panthers to have? Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, one of your guys. I guess he's our guy at this point. Roman Harper, uh-huh. a good buddy of mine, and Roman co-host my show with me once a week up here in Charlotte. I know he's down there in New Orleans today and through the weekend doing a lot of stuff with the Saints, but, you know, he and I have gone back and forth on this a little bit, talked about the schedule. Uh, I, You know, if, if Cam continues to improve upon what we saw last night, and and what I saw from the first eight games last season when they were 6-2 and two before Cam took that shot from T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh, I, there's no reason to believe that with D.J. Moore and Curtis Samuel coming back, Greg Olson 100% healthy, Ian Thomas stepping up, and this defense, all the youth and speed, and experience they, they injected and swapped out for with some of these guys retiring. Um, this team, in my mind, could be anywhere from 9-7 and seven to 13-3. To and three. I have no idea, Seth, at this point, how this thing's going to go. Well, it's going to be fun to watch. I know that. He's Kyle Bailey, part of our IntercomRadio.com family in Charlotte, host of the Clubhouse on WFNZ 610 and 102.5 in Charlotte. You can find him on Twitter, at KyleBaileyWFNZ. It was fun, Kyle. We'll do it again and enjoy training camp. Yeah, we'd love to have you too uh, soon as well. So appreciate you, buddy. All right, we'll do. There he goes, Kyle Bailey. And yeah, we're done now, going around the NFC South. And I, I think high praise and expectations for each club, even I think for Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay, because I think he might do some special things with Jameis Winston. I'm curious, who's the main challenger, do you think, to the Saints in the NFC South? That's what I'm going to ask you next as we wrap up this hour going around the division. 504-260-1870, time for you to jump on in. I do want to know, you tell me what, who, which team are you most worried about in this division? Not who do you hate the most. I think everybody would say the Falcons, right, if you're a Saints fan. Now, who do you think's their main challenger? I think it's the Falcons. A lot of people think it's the Panthers. Even a couple of Yahoos think it might be the Tampa Bay Bucks. Area code 504-260-1870, and our text line is 870-870. The last lap will continue after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.